0: TWD Plant City WLCC Brandon Faith Talk Tampa Download the Faith Talk Tampa app Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey Up next is Fresh Wind Radio Sponsored by Love First Christian Center This program is
1: pre-recorded It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins On Fresh
2: Wind Radio Because what happens We believe because people have stuffed their living right And just because you're poor don't mean you're holy. I've seen some nasty poor people. And I've seen some nasty rich people. Just because you have things doesn't mean you're right. And just because you're poor don't mean you're holy. There's a balance, and you got to find the balance. Oftentimes we equate things with success, but that's not God's definition of success. I started this series a couple of weeks ago, The Blessed Life, and we started with chapter 1, uh, verse 1, or praise God, uh, uh, section 1, where God said to us that we should be fruitful and multiply. Everyone say, be fruitful and multiply. God expects you to increase. You just cannot stay the same. Also, we learn that what we have does not belong to us. Everything we have belongs to God. It says this in Psalms 24 and 1, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it, the world and those who dwell in it. You don't even belong to you. Hallelujah. Psalms 50 and 10 says this, that every beast of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains and everything that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. For the world and all it contains are mine. Haggai 2.8 says it clearly in reference to the gold and silver. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord of hosts. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I know you think it's yours, but it ain't gone with you. Hallelujah. Uh, the only way to be fruitful is to be faithful. Faithfulness will produce fruitfulness. Then we went to uh, 2 Corinthians, where it speaks, he gives seed to the sower. It says "It's now he who provides seed for the sower and bread for food will will provide and multiply your seed for sowing. God will multiply the sower. If you make up in your mind to be a sower, God will multiply you. Last week, we touched on if you're going to do it, give them something to talk about. People are going to talk about you anyway, so you might as well give them something to talk about. So it said this uh, with Mary. She gave her alabaster box, and everyone talked about her. The blessing was the disciples criticized her, but Jesus comforted her. Today, I'm delving in to the mentality of a blessed life. Now, there's two fallacies out of there. Uh, the first fallacy is the prosperity Gospel, oh, I'm going to deal with it, oh, yes, I'm going to deal. Look at your name, say, neighbor, he might step on your toes. Let's go ahead and get ready. He ain't scared of you, hmm praise the Lord. This ain't the first time. And then the poverty gospel. God gave me this word this week, and I messed it up, and my wife said, no, you need to write that down. Read this, y'all. Just because you're rich doesn't mean you're right. And just because you're poor don't mean you're holy. Oh, that's good right there. That's good right there. That's a that's a original. Because what happens, we believe because people have stuff they're living right. And just because you're poor don't mean you're holy. I've seen some nasty poor people. And I've seen some nasty rich people. Just because you have things doesn't mean you're right, and just because you're poor don't mean you're holy. There's a balance, and you got to find the balance. Oftentimes, we equate things with success, but that's not God's definition of success. Don't be ashamed if you work hard and you you did with the right things, and now you want to buy nice things. If you worked hard, you went to school, and you handle your business, buy what you want to buy. Look at this neighbor. Neighbor, buy what you want to buy. If you worked hard and you did the right thing and you can afford it and you're not going into debt and you're not. You're not going into debt, but if you can buy it, ball all you can. But understand this. Count the costs. Start saving for your future. Have a plan. God is not against you having stuff. God's against stuff having you. As long as you're not so connected to things that when God says, let it go. And then some will say, well, pastor, I made a vow of poverty. The devil is a liar. My Bible says in Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Philippians 4, 19 says, My God shall supply. So that would contradict the poverty mentality. So I'm saying to you today, <laughs> God doesn't want you to be so high you forget about Him. And so low you start to find other ways to make money. I'm gonna dig into that a little li- right after this story I'm about to tell you. In one of his books. Leo Tolstoy tells the story of a young Russian who inherits his family's farm. He immediately starts dreaming of how to expand his property when one morning a well-dressed stranger visits him and makes him an offer that is too good to be true. Look at your name. say, too good? He could have free of charge all the property he could walk around in one day. The only condition was he had to return to the same spot he started, the grave of his father, before sundown. Seeing the rich fields in the distance, he sets out without taking any provisions or saying goodbye to his family. He figured he can cover six square miles in a day. After a short while, he decided to make it nine, then 12, then 15. By noon, he makes it to the halfway point. Though hungry with his legs aching, he continues, he was near the point of exhaustion, but the obsession to own more land drove him. With only a few minutes left before sundown, he gathered all his strength and stumbles across the line. The new owner of 15 square miles of land, he collapses from a stroke. Matthew said it this way, best Matthew 16. <laughs> For what? For a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul. So many of us are chasing things that's going to kill us. You think you want it, then you get it. And you realize you really didn't want it. <laughs> Look at your name. I don't know who you're talking about. Proverbs 37, 30 and 7. Solomon, the wisest man. I want us to read this together, church. Y'all ready? Tell me when y'all ready. Say, I'm ready, pastor. And then he prayed, God, I'm asking you for two things before I die. Don't refuse me. Banish lies from my lips and liars from my presence. We need to stop right there, do the offering right there, right there. Stop to do the offering right there. Get them liars from around me. Come on. All right, y'all ready? Give me enough food to live on, neither too much nor too little. Okay, if I'm too full, I might get independent, saying, God, who needs him? And if I'm poor, I might steal and dishonor the name of my God. Solomon, the wisest and richest man in the Bible, said, this is what I want. Don't give me so much that I start smelling myself. Because see, some of y'all start smelling y'all self. You know, you, 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 you ain't have no money now. You got money, you got a job, got 401k, and now you starting to smell yourself. <laughs> Don't forget where you came from. Sardines and pork. In- <laughs> hey. Who remember the bologna sandwich? You put it in the pot, and they pop up like this. Come on. And you took that red piece round that thing, put it in that bread, put that mustard on that thing. Come on, come on. Don't forget where you came from. He said, don't give me so much that I forget about you because I've seen it. All of a sudden, you're a season ticket holder. And every Sunday, you got to be at the game. When your butt was broke, you'd be up here, hallelujah. Now you can't do that. You gotta be gold bucks. Oh, I'ma talk about you. I ain't scared of you. Cause you couldn't afford season tickets before. Now you got season tickets by You know what I'm saying? I got tailgating. I got do this. I got okay. Do you? But but Lord, don't 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 get me to the point where I start doing things. See see, I, I've been broke. See, some of y'all don't know, bro. I'm talking about when you are sitting there and the whopper was 99 cents. You just trying to find a way, man. You trying to find, you trying to find a way. 99 cents. Then I gotta have five. So it's 106 with tax. I got 88 cents up in here. You found me a dime, bro. I need to find me a dime. <laughs> see, see, when you so hungry, you trying to find 15 cents. Trying to walk to the Burger King on the corner. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hey, family. Pastor Jomo here. We're having a free health expo on June 10th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Free screenings, vendors, food, and fun. On-site Moffitt Cancer Center, Whole Chiropractic, PNP Clinical Services, On-Spot Dermatology, One Blood, BayCare, and more. For more information, go to our website, lfcc.tv/expo. lfcc.tv/expo. God bless you, and remember, your health is your wealth. broil. have it your way doing things you know you are not right going to McDonald's broke because your friend worked there <laughs> see some of y'all know what I'm talking about all you got to do is buy a cheeseburger but your bag be full <laughs> All you need is one friend at the store. They're going to hook you up. Look at him and say, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. I've learned that when my money was funny, my change was strange, I start thinking bad thoughts. Because when you don't have enough money, you're trying to find a way. Going to the store before they had scanners. And you know that steak is $15. You just take that piece of paper. And you change the label. It's 99 cents. <laughs> yes. That's why they got scanners because of Jomo. They got scanners because of me. I am not advocating stealing. I'm just saying I've had some seasons in my life. Well, I did some things I should I remember I broke into um, Poncahorn. I ain't got nowhere to live, man. Poncahorn been in Tallahassee because my mother didn't understand the system of college. So most kids went home. I ain't, they closed the dorms up. I said, where am I going to go? I ain't no money to get home. Man, I started going down windows. <laughs> I'm breaking into places. No sheets, nothing. In college. It's a, it's a dorm on the campus. What happens, uh, that's a good point, Charmaine. It, no, it's Pattyfoot, right? It's Pattyfoot. foot. Anyway, thank you, sweetie. I receive. <laughs> I'm on college campus, right? And um, my, my parents couldn't afford to, to send me, so we didn't have any money. So I get there, and I said, "Mama, what do you do? She said, figure it out. <laughs> she said, we, we don't have no money. You got to figure it out. I said, okay, figure it out. I said, well, I can't get home. I said, well, they put you out the dorm because they have to close the dorms up. Okay, That window looked like there's a little crack right there. <laughs> and I am thinking to myself, some of the places and things I had to do just to make it. And I realized what, what, what Solomon was saying. He said, please don't make me so broke that I got to do some things. that I, I don't, I, I, That's not who I am, but I, I'm just trying to make it right now. I'm, I'm just trying to find a way. So so Solomon says, see, Lord, don't don't give me so much that I forget where I came from. And don't make me so low that I got to do things I don't want to do no more. Because, see, I thought I graduated from that class. See, there's a class called broke, and I ain't trying to be there no more. Because, see, when you have a broke mentality, you you start, you you do things, and you know you're wrong, but you're so hungry. I'm going to leave that alone. Because, see, I know none of y'all have been where I've been before, where, where you start making some, everyone said bad decisions. Oh, but at the same time, God's not saying for me to be poor either. People say, well, God, the Bible says blessed are the poor. No, 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 no. It said poor in spirit. Get your teaching right. It's not a blessing to be broke. I just want to thank God for blessing me with nothing. <laughs> the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Let me get to my main text, Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. Ooh, ooh. Someone from the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. Stop right there. You need to stop counting other people's money. <laughs> I told you I'm, I'm, I'm coming for you today. Well, why do they know? Where about you? Teacher, tell my brother to give me some of his money. But he said to him, Man, who appointed me the judge or the arbiter over the two of you? Then he said to him, Watch out and guard yourself against every form of greed. For not even when one has an overflowing abundance does his life consist of nor is derived from his possessions. Stop right there. Be careful when you go to God about somebody else, God going to come back at you. Notice, he went to God talking about his brother. God didn't talk about the brother. God says, watch your heart. Because what happened is your issues, is you you worrying about somebody else's money. If you start praying to God about somebody else, let's get ready. He's going to talk about you. Lord, help my wife, help my wife. She crazy, she crazy. And he's going to say, no, you crazy. Because you like crazy because you chose crazy. No, because we often want to come to God about somebody when you got a log in your eye and you're talking about the speck in their eye. Focus on you, please. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. Verse 16. Then... He told a parable saying, there is a rich man whose land was very fertile and productive. And he began thinking to himself, first problem, thinking to himself. <laughs> you know, that statement is so funny. I won't get political, but that's something Trump always say. And I thought to myself, Lord, Jesus, you know you're in trouble. you in trouble. Anyway, focus. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, Jumbo! Focus. What shall I do? Since I have no place large enough in which to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my storehouse and build a larger one, and I will store all my grain and my goods there. First, next problem. I will, I will, my grain's my barn. Verse 19. I will say to my soul, "Uh uh-oh. I will say to myself, okay. So, you have many good things here stored up, enough for many years. Relax, rest, eat, drink, be merry, celebrate continually. But God said, You fool, this very night your soul is required of you. And here's the joke. And now, who will own all the things that you have prepared? It's funny to me how people think things belong to them. Even your house that you say is paid off, stop paying the property taxes. See whose house it is. <laughs> just stop. Just stop for three years. Just stop. I'll be at the auction saying, my house. <laughs> they give you three years to catch up. If you don't catch up for three years, that's going to be somebody. Now, planning for retirement is a great thing, but please plan for eternity. I read an article in the New York Times. They said one of the biggest growth areas in America is storage units. I'm driving on 301, just from Big Ben to Boyette. And if you start counting how many brand-new storage units have popped up, I said, God be the glory. And they said, because we have become a hoarder nation, we just keep storing up stuff. Some of y'all right now paying more in storage units than you give the church. You, You storing up stuff you might use. And you find more and more and more storage units. And just like this man, he just says, I'm just going to give me a bigger unit. I'm going to give me a bigger unit. And God says, you get all the units you want. It's going to be for somebody else. My wife, we were sitting there talking, said, John, what you teaching on this? Son? That said, I told the story. said, oh, you talking about me, huh? I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I ain't getting all that. I'm just telling a story. But when we, when we we're honest, I went to my closet. I got three piece suits. I wear jeans and shirts now. Because I was sweating out suits. And I said this is this is of the devil right here. All this, all this clothes right here, I'm hot. You know what I'm saying, Brother, I'm big. I'm big, until You know what I'm saying? I'm sweating up. I said, no. Nah. And then when you, you know, when you got a nice suit on and you sweat it, it starts sticking to your legs. You know what I'm saying? And you get the back sweat going. It, you, it's a trouble, man. I said, I, said, I said, I'm free now. I'm free. You, you know, jeans and Jordans. Man, I'm, I'm free, man. To God. It is what it is. And I said, so I started taking my, my suits down. And I said, I'm not going to wear this shirt no more. This is 3X. I'm not going to wear that no more. Some of you got some extra X's in your closet. Talking about you going to be a 32 again. You, that devil is a liar. (laughs) (laughs) You 42 all day long. (laughs) Talking about one day, one, no, no, no. Them days are gone. Let it go. Look at this and let it go. Some of y'all got five different sizes in your closet.
1: You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening.